When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Wednesday, September 13th, and I have been away for a while. I was in Dallas, uh, and I was also eating pancakes the size of my freaking head. Uh, Let's go to Facebook so I can show you. Uh, There's a private Facebook group that I have. If you ever want to join, you go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. All of the social symbols are up here. If you want to join the the private Facebook group, it's right here. Anybody that listens to it usually jumps on there. But I was eating these pizza, this this pizza pancake. The dude comes out and he says, listen, do you want 7-inch? Do you want 14-inch? I said, you know, 7-inch sound kind of wimpy. Give me the 14-inch. He goes, dude, it, it's like a pizza. I said, yeah, hit me with it. And it, it's it's literally a pizza. I mean, they serve it on pizza pizza tray. So I was eating that. Uh, I was also in Alabama and I was hiking uh, with a friend. And uh, here's a drone shot. It's in the middle of Alabama in a place called Chahia State Park. Uh, and over here to the left, there's a plane wreckage from 1972 where a plane went down. The fuselage is still there. Some metal pieces are still there. But I posted this bit video yesterday. Take a look at it. It's pretty cool. I used some uh, royalty-free music on it. So, uh, But, yeah, I have not been in the stock market of recent. So what I'm going to go over is pretty much headlines right now. Uh, I'll I'll do some social requests as well, but I want to kind of go where are we and where we're going. Tomorrow, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program of in-depth stuff with complete um, analysis. But today, you're getting some scans and you're just getting some overview. But here's SPY. And where are we on SPY? Well, if you pull back the, the volume level to the high, which was July 27th, and you can see there's a gap up there. We're in an ascending wedge, so we've hit that bottom of about... Uh, 4.30 in that area. And you can see, uh, if we pull this back and we look at some of these volume levels, you can see the volume level, the, the big shelf from the high is still around 4.50 and we're trading at 4.45. So my guess is that we're, we're probably going up. But when you look at the 9 and the 21, you don't have a clear uh, confirmation. You you have nothing in SPY. So we've been sitting in this kind of no man's land. You have the ascending wedge. Like I said, the 200 day still positive. The 50 day turned negative. You're still negative on that 50 day. I would not be throwing big money. I would not be investing heavily in this market. The only ones that I would be investing in heavily are ones that have come down. So like your Apples, your Amazon, yeah, Amazon hasn't come down, but your Google at 135, I think 130 is a better price, but if you're buying small lots, Meta, I said, get it under 300. It's at 301 right now. Microsoft, I think anything near 330 is a great buy. Netflix, I said, buy anything under 450. It's at 430 right now. NVIDIA sold at 505. It went up to 500, got rejected and went right back down. It's at 449 today. Buy it again. PXD, it's a $250 stock. 
You could buy that one. I was just talking with Larry on here. Larry! But I was just talking to the guys on YouTube. I think energy is your best play. I, I still think you've got play in that one. PXD is one of the best. I think Exxon is good as well. Marathon Oil, MAR. I, I think that those are MRO. MAR is Marriott. But I think those are great, great stocks. Now, Roblox is down another 7%. Um, while it looked like we had confirmation and we were above that, if you bought at 27 and you sold at 29, it's getting rejected at 30. So it's back down at 26. You're creating a gap. I think this gap gets filled, but it's going to take a long while to get there. Shopify, we talked about. This one popped up to 67. That gap is going to get filled back down to 60. It's at 61.79 right now. But the 200 day is positive. You had the death cross. But you know what? That 50 day has turned positive again. Get this one while you can. There are opportunities in this market. You've just got to take advantage of them. And I'll say this again. Buy good companies with good products, with good management and good earnings, and you'll be okay. Uh, Yeah, we're going to have pullbacks. Yeah, probably in the short term. You may get nervous about holding. Something like Uber, which is at 47, might go down to 45. You might be down 4 or 5%. But you know what? If you continually add to it and you dollar cost average up here at 47, you're looking at a $50 stock, I think, at some point in time this year. So you still got a positive 200-day. Your 50-day has turned positive. I'm still positive in this market. Uh, Salesforce is at 218. I mean, all of these these high flyers have come back down. And we'll we'll talk about QQQ now because the Qs is kind of where I've been playing and I haven't been buying, but I've been playing the TQQQ, uh, SQQQ stuff. And you can make 1% or 2% a day. Do not try and make you know 5 or 10% in a day. It's great if you can, but most of the time you can't. But these, these triple levered ETFs are great to play in that sense. You got a gap up here between 379 and 382. You're at 372. You're in an ascending wedge. Your 50-day is starting to move positive. You still don't have confirmation over that 9-day. Uh, so I'd be a little bit concerned, but if you want to buy cues on the long, uh, you know, for like a year, two years, I think that's probably a decent buy here at 372. Could you come down here to the VWAP at 363? Probably the volume shelf looks like it's putting in at 374. So I don't know that you have a ton of upside, but I think it's good. You know, again, um, I, I think it's decent. Let's talk about the one in the news yesterday because it was the one that I read about because your boy actually wants an iPhone 15. I know. I don't know why. Uh, that added sensor. I have a 13 Pro. I want the 15 Pro. Uh, I like the fact that they um, uh, most of the tech reviewers that I listened to said there is a significant weight difference uh, between the 13 and the 15. When you put the two together, and it's because of the titanium band, the Pro model, um, it does this this stock. I mean, it's just it's going to continue to go down. I, I I don't think you're doing yourself any disfavor by adding it at 174, but I do think that at some point in time, this comes back down to the 160s. We haven't covered this gap between 157 and 159. I think that one is in line. This one right in line at 167. I think you come down to that. Now, am I getting rid of this? I talked about it in a paid newsletter. And if you want to subscribe to the newsletter right here, 
you know, I talked about 9-11. I did this one in five minutes. It's just notes. So it's a very simple one. But this this little apple this week shows you why you don't want to stick to the 5% rule and rebalance at times. That's a newsletter about, hey, I've got a significant position in Apple and a huge percentage of my net worth is in Apple. And and so this little pullback right here from 195, I mean, if, if I just want to look, you know, it's going to hurt me, but we'll take a look. Let's see, 195, we're going to go zero bars and we're going to go down. That's 11%. So just for shits and giggles, say that I've got a couple million bucks, two million bucks in Apple. Um, yeah, 11% is $200,000. There's not a lot of people who could sit there and lose $200,000, but I've got tax situation where I have not sold this stuff. And if I sell it, uh, I'm all of a sudden a high earner. So I do have a significant tax position. So I'm trimming it in my retirement accounts, but I'm not doing anything, much of anything with Apple. I'm just kind of riding it out. And if we look at the weekly on this one, this is why I'm kind of riding it out. Uh, You're just, you're not even at the 50 day. So am I concerned that it's going to pull back here to the to the 200 level? Yeah, I mean, I probably am that, you know, at least we get down to this 160. I, I do think that 160s are probably coming in. Now, am I adding at the 160s? Probably. You know, they talked about the Vision Pro, the Apple 15 Pro, uh, Pro Max. You can shoot 360 degree video that is viewed on the Apple Vision Pro and they say it's unbelievable. That's going to sell a $3,000 headset. Uh, There's talk about Apple being in uh, talks with Hyundai or Kia about building an Apple car that's autonomous, fully autonomous, and works with your iPhone. Anybody that has a Tesla, you know the phone settings kind of suck. I mean, and and by, by far, the Apple phone is way better than any Android phone in Tesla. So... I'm not too worried about it. Apple is one that I think is fine. Amazon, I think you're fine in Amazon. It's had quite a run. Um, you can take a look. Some of the, uh, you know, here, March, buying it in 93. When I said buy this under 100 back in March, people were laughing. It's a dying stock. It's, it's overvalued. It's crazy. Then you get the AI craze. And you know what? Amazon wasn't necessarily included in that. But if you bought here down at 93, then, then let's see. Let's see. If you bought down there at 93, let's just pull this down at 93. You're up 37% in what, six months? That's like legend status. So yeah, for all those people who added uh, during those times, absolutely great buy. Great, fantastic buy. Um, I was asked, I'll, I'll kind of just do a quick one about energy. Uh, I still think energy is the greatest buy. Uh, I, I think Devin here at 51, I don't know if you want to add it at 51. I tell people, hey, trade it and buy it under 50, sell it when it's over 50. And it clearly went to 54, got rejected once it filled that gap and kind of came back down. I think this is where you're going to sit. I think you're between uh, probably 48 and 54 for uh, the net, the foreseeable future. I think that's a great one. While you're sitting there, you're getting a 7% dividend. Want a bigger Devin? PXD. PXD, I think, is a $250 stock. Buying it under $200, great trade. Great trade on this one. I, you know, Again, I'm sitting here holding it because it's got a great dividend. I, I like that one. So you have your energy names. If you don't know the energy names that we trade, uh, in TrendSpider, there is an energy list. You can import it. PXD, 
uh, XOM, COP, DVN, uh, Oxy, uh, CVX, Fang, Ven- uh, Venom or Viper, VNOM, uh, MRO, Marathon Oil. I think this is a great, great buy. I think even at these high levels, look, triggered in at 2631, you're at 2689. I don't think it's crazy. So uh, I, I think it's good. Now, social requests. Let's talk about those before we get to the scans. VFS, which was the darling. And I said, be careful of this one because it was the darling. This went to $80 a share. And people started asking about it. Sam asked, hey, um, VFS, what are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are, and I included this, I think, in the newsletter yesterday or or Friday or something, but I'll include it again. Uh, Buzzy Electric car maker VinFast loses an astounding $83 billion in market value in just one day as investors go in reverse. I'll include this in the newsletter if you want to read it. But VFS, as far as the chart goes, it's a $10 stock. Do not buy this at 16. It's coming back to 10. This is a SPAC. So this is highly, highly speculative. You can see. We got out with a 57% gain from there. You could have gotten out with what? 157? You went from 16 all the way up to uh, 93. $93 at this point on August 28th. And and absolutely, once you lost or even hit confirmation here at 60, you should have been out. The algorithm wound up waiting until it was at 32. So you did make a 57% gain. But 57% sucks compared to what you could have made. So watch those moving averages. You know, the 50-day is still positive. The 200-day is still positive. But remember, it came on on board as a SPAC, so it's a $10 stock. I would expect that to be the support level. You do have a significant amount of people, uh, as far as the volume shelf, that are holding this at 16 So they're holding at 16. There's a lot of people up here at 24, 25. It might come back to that. But my thoughts, read that article. Uh, It's just hype. It's just hype. So what are your thoughts on CART and ARM? I've heard you talk a little bit about ARM. I know you said you feel that we could probably get ARM for less than what the IPO is. I guess my question is, what would you be looking for as an entry point for either one of these? I I, I mean, ARM is, we don't have a stock. ARM is... um, Army, it's not that one. Uh, Cart is Instacart, uh, Arm. So here's what you have to know about IPOs. Let's go back to Uber's uh, IPO. This is a, a great example. We'll go back to a monthly on Uber. And this is a great example of an IPO. Comes out in what, May 2019? Uh, I remember its IPO. It opened at 42. That's where it opened. Uh, it went up to 45, and then the, the next month it went up to 47, uh, and then it lost. And in this month, uh, it went down to $13. $13 in March of 2020. That was um, uh, COVID. $13. Now, it came back because everybody was expecting, ooh, Uber's got a chance because everybody's going to come back. And, and it was all on hype got up to $64, $64, only to realize, ooh, money's expensive now, February 2021. Rates are going to increase. This company's not making money. June 2022, low of $19. You made the full round trip from $64 down to $19. That's what I expect with cart and arm. They are so overvalued when they're IPO'd. People have been waiting for these companies to come out to the point 
where they probably shouldn't even IPO now because there was so much hype before that there's no way they're going to live up to the hype now. So I know I can get, um, I, I bid on ARM. ARM will come out tomorrow. Uh, and, and they're a, they're a competitor to Taiwan Semi where they actually make the semiconductors. Um, South, um, South Bank or I think SoftBank. SoftBank is the one that owns a bunch. Um, in fact, does SoftBank have a stock? I think they do. Uh, SoftBank. Uh, yeah. SFBQF. SoftBank Group Corp. Um, SFBQF. I don't even know what it is. But uh, in my mind, I think you hold off. I'm I'm never huge on buying an IPO uh, unless I find you know trade in on a five minute five minute chart, and if I trade in on a five minute chart, I'm looking for one or two percent. I'm scalping as it goes up. If I make five percent, I'm happy as pie. But the second it loses that confirmation, Sam, uh, I'm out. And and that's my thought on IPOs. And the reason being, remember IPOs, you do a roadshow, and, and and they tell their their story. And then, you know, market participants, uh, meaning the, the big houses like Fidelity and Schwab and, and JP Morgan and such, they attach a number to it. And and it's, hey, you know, we're going to attach a number. We're going to see huge growth on this. We want the pop, blah, blah, blah. Now, what they're trying to attach that number for is to raise the best possible money for ARM. They're not trying to make sure that the stock pops on day one. They actually would like to see the stock drop on day one. Typically, there's 90-day holdups where people can't trade it. So you want to see the stock actually lower than what you IPO'd at um, because if it winds up 10 20% up from where you IPO'd at, that actually means that uh, Arm or Cart left money on the table because they didn't price it correctly. So essentially, that pricing is huge. I think it's always overvalued. I think you wait at least a week, if not two, um, to try and do it. Kava. Kava's a good example. Kava just came out. They IPO'd, what, a month ago? Let's take a look. Um, it was quite a bit ago, uh, but Kava, if we're looking at the four hour on this one and we go back, do, 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 I guess it was, um, let's say, yeah, it was IPO'd on June 15th and it popped. It went from 42 up to 47. Uh, and you see it dropped on the dat day. Then it came back a little bit, kind of got rejected. Now it's up there. Boom, it kept going up. Kava is a luxury, um, kind of like a higher-end fast food kind of place. Um, yeah, this is the the legend of an IPO. This is not unusual where it just gets hyped up. And yeah, you could trade it, but there's a lot of IPOs who just wind up going down too. So I'd be a little bit careful, Sam. Uh, I just don't think. Lithium deposits in the US, um, my thoughts... Brian posted this. It was a headline. I think it's very headliney. I think lithium. Uh, I, the, the fact that we have lithium, uh, U.S. lithium corps, uh, L-I-T-H. You can trade this one. I don't know anything about this stock. I think it's, um, it says over the counter. So yeah, there's there's no data on it. But I'd be careful. I just don't think that headlines drive industries. I think by the time it reaches a headline, you've seen enough of it. And I think that is more about um, uh, the EV future than it is anything. So uh, let's see. Adam asked about ACB, and this is Aurora Cannabis and CGC, which is another cannabis company. Um, Keep profits or uh, 
will it keep running or take my gains? Take your gains. Uh, if you want, uh, there's a, um, let's go to Spotify. There's an on the tape podcast with, uh, open, do you want to allow to use, don't allow. Um, so on the tape podcast, we'll go to on the tape. I think it's, uh, let's say do, 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 do on the tape is, let's say, uh, their episodes, uh, choose your audience. Whole lot of love with, uh, arm quarterbacking. Where is it? Oh man. They've been posting a lot. Um, which one is it? Better man. This one played on September 1st. Uh, Brady Cobb of Sun sunburn cannabis masterclass on cannabis. Um, take your profits. Essentially, uh, I, what I hear from him, uh, is take your profits. When you get a profit in cannabis, you take your profits because there's a long, long process. And it's not like this, you know, this is the news of it becoming a class one, I think, or class three. I forget exactly. But Brady, if you want to listen to that, Sam, uh, or Adam, uh, go to uh, on the tape podcast and it's from september 1st with tom lee better man with fun tests tom lee and brady cobb of sunburn cannabis it is a master class on cannabis and he even admits it it has been a long struggle with cannabis and, and i don't think anybody who understands cannabis is saying hey get into this industry because it's gonna pop uh it is 100 news driven take your profits absolutely take your profits uh, let's talk about scans now since I don't have much else to go over. But uh, we have Coke. Coke is one. I think they paid just paid its special dividend. Uh, 58.37. It's below 60. I think you're okay. Uh, you know, again, Coke is one that I think will come up to that 200 day. If we look from a long-term perspective, uh, I like the fact that the ex-dividend date um, is, is today and that I just bought some at 58 again. So I got the dividend. Uh, I just bought some at 58. I like it. I mean, you know, I, I just continue to compound in this one. It's below its 50-day. You can see it's been trading on that 50-day. If we go long-term and we pull this one back, you can see when the 50-day gets close to that 200 and you're trading. I mean, this is COVID. When the, when the world was shut down, uh, I you know, it's going to hit that two. If it hits that 200-day 56, load up. You know, again, this is a long-term stock. This isn't one where you're going to make 10% in a day. It's not one that you typically will trade for a 5 or 10% gain. It's just one that you want to throw in your, your account and, and just collect the dividend. It's solid. Uh, Qualcomm. We talked about Qualcomm down here. Um, ooh, TrendSpider just paid me. Uh, 107. I think is is the bottom of this. I think it's shown as its support level right there. You're at 112. Um, this gap right here up to 122. At some point, this this gets filled, but you have to make it past the 200 day first. So if you're buying at 112 and you get to 115, my advice: sell some. If you hold at 116, buy it back. That would be my advice with this one. Chips have been a little bit mm, hit hit or miss lately, like uh, AMD. AMD, I bought at 109. I'm going to add more here at 106, 105. It's under the 200-day. It's playing with that 200-day. You just had that death cross. 
Uh, do I think it's going under 100? I don't care. It's a long-term play. I'm looking to add to this, and I'll trim it when necessary. But I'm in the positive one. I think my average purchase price is like 83 on this one um, because I, I've held it for so long and things of that sort. Um, but again, I bought it 109. So I, I like this one. Um, one that I haven't liked that's in my portfolio is QCLN. This is the Clean Edge Technology ETF. It's been hard owning this one, um, especially with Sedge, uh, you know, Enphase and other things being such a large part of this. Um, Tesla is part of this one, but it, it just hasn't performed well at all. And you can see the gap up here between 52 and 53. If we get back up there, I might think about trimming significantly. I do own a good portion of this. Um, just because I, I believed in the uh, ETF. I am still positive. I want you to know I am still positive on this one. Um, there'll be other uh, scans, by the way, like SARC, triple uh, double-levered ETF against the ARKK uh, had a cross-up. PayPal, this one's 63.48. Now, you could go back down to 59. Uh, I like this one here. I'm going to be adding more. I like this to fill this gap. I've said this several times. Fill this gap up to 72. I even like this gap up here at 84 and 85. Now, I think the company is is still doing well. Uh, I think with the new CEO, they're going to pull some levers. I think they'll do really well. I like this one. I like this one because I just think it's been beaten down too much. The valuation isn't crazy. It is still crazy compared to a lot of other financials. And with a lot of other financials getting into this fintech space, they, they have a ton of competition and their margins are the issue. If you want to read a, a newsletter about this one, Stock Market Nerd has some great, great analysis on PayPal. He's adding to his position. I completely agree with his analysis of it. He's a fundamental investor who looks at value versus growth. He believes that they can pull off this. This is a monthly. So this goes all the way back to 2015. You can see all the way up until 2021, this was a $273 stock. And then fintech, as as things started to pan out and, and cost, you know, interest rates went up, banks started to suffer. This one just went down, and you still don't have confirmation on this. So I want you to make sure that you're adding in at, at appropriate sizes because size is what matters. I mean, don't let anyone tell you size matters. Absolutely, size matters. Now, lift. Lift is an interesting one because if I believed in the management and the product of this company. I would say this gap fill fills up here to, to 1594. You are in at 1161. Now, what I want you to know is the algorithm outperforms, but it still loses you money on this name. You lose 59% versus losing 77% of your investment. Uh, there was a big insider sale, uh, buy on this one. Uh, if we go to Finviz and we just look at Lyft, I think it was a board director bought $100,000 worth. Let's look at Lyft. Um, because I, I do remember this one. Now, mind you, they are not making money. They're fighting a losing battle. Uh, but you can see Ashwan Prashant, director, bought $1 million worth. Uh, $1 million worth, uh, 96,000 shares at 1034. Today, you're trading at 1135. He's doing pretty freaking well. Uh, so what, he made, made a hundred, couple hundred thousand dollars? Doing pretty well for, you know, short amount of time. But I, I do like that if you think Lyft, I use Uber, just Uber. I just use Uber. 
And so I don't think that Lyft can take this one. I think they're fighting for drivers. I did talk to an Uber driver. He said he tried driving for Lyft, didn't like it. He's not going back. He's been driving for nine years, I think he said, for Uber. So he, he's pretty good. Uh, Starbucks, listen, they're going to fill that gap. You see it right in the middle of my screen. I said, this is the support level that I said. I said, anything under 100. This is at 97. That support level, I said, if you get down there below it, I said, buy it. Um, buy it, you know, sell it when you get above it, 99. You know, right now, you had this death cross back here on June 2nd. Doesn't have confirmation, but I think 96 is a decent price for this one. I just don't think this one's going to go down. Uh, UNP, United Pacific, this is one. What I want you to watch for the, on this one is the Golden Cross um, and confirmation because we don't typically trade down at the 200-day for very long. Now, this is a long-term investment. I wouldn't say, you know, trade this one. You can clearly see the gap up here on earnings, and then it came back, covered that gap. Now, you're starting to get some confirmation, but you don't have it. This uh, the, the Golden Cross on the weekly is what I want you to look at because the weekly is where if you're going in – uh, long term, you can go in long term. You can see we don't get back to the 200 day very often on this one. You've got a MACD cross down. So, what I want you to look at is this little portion right here. Uh, you've got a golden uh, cross, or I'm sorry, death cross right there about the end of July where you just started sliding down. You have no confirmation on the weekly. So, there's two, two thoughts on this one. If you're looking for a long-term investment in railroads, I don't think this is bad. Now, it is expensive. UNP, let's see. Um, against Southern, I think we'll look at railroads. Um, but UNP, PE of 19, forward PE of 18. We'll look at railroads as a whole. If you look at the PE, um, we'll look at from down. Uh, 28, Westinghouse air brakes. Uh, you look at Union Pacific Canadian National at 19, Norfolk Southern at 17, Canadian Pacific at 16, CSX at 15, the rest of them not making money, so you don't want to invest in them. But you can see there, there's some lower. This is right in the middle. I don't think it's crazy. You know, the three above it are absolutely just not really railroads, but they're included in the railroad uh, sector. So I'd be a little bit careful of this one, but if you wanted to get into railroads and you wanted to look at this one, from a weekly perspective, I would watch that 50-day. As it starts to cross up and you get a golden cross, I think you could see these, these $250 stock prices again. But I'm not a railroad export. I'm just reading the charts. I don't know much about it, so don't listen to a douche on the internet. Okay, uh, sponsors, um, Trendspider, 25% off. I give you my algorithms. Uh, go to linktr.ee slash daily stockpick. Use this link. Sign up for uh, Trendspider. If we go to plans and pricing, bah, 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 you can see it says go uh, equals Gary93 up there. So that means you're on my, uh, on my link. You can see. You can skip the trial and buy it for 468 bucks. 468 bucks. And I give you my algorithm. I give you my watch list. I give you everything there. This link tree. Uh, join Webull. I've said it before. 12 free stocks, up to 12 free stocks. I mean, come on. Webull is great. If you're not signed up for TrendSpider, get Webull. Get their desktop software. It is great. It is phenomenal. I really, really like it. Uh, the next one is the newsletter, dailystockpick.substack.com. Uh, sign up. 
if I'm not doing the podcast, I'm doing the newsletter. Um, I'm doing a lot more with the newsletter. I'll probably do a lot more uh, while I'm on vacation or tra- uh, uh, actually working uh, with MLS. So uh, I think you should sign up for the newsletter. Uh, next sponsor is Visible. $20 off your first month of service. So your first month of service, I think, is $30. I think they upped it from $25. They were having a special. It's $30. You get $20 off. So your first month of service is 10 bucks by using that, that, that line. And I've had plenty of people sign up for it, had a recent surge of uh, folks sign up for it. So make sure that you sign up there. If you want to follow my trading, Savvy Trader is where to follow it. SavvyTrader.com slash Daily Stock Pick. I've got two portfolios. I've got a trading portfolio and I've got a Daily Stock Pick portfolio. You can see uh, the trading portfolio is up 1.89 in 30 days. The uh, core portfolio, which is 36 stocks that are just in that name. There are 100 shares of 36 stocks. If you're looking to build a portfolio, these are companies that I think uh, are good products with good earnings, with good management and good companies that I think you could invest in at any point in time. So that that's where it is. The trading portfolio, those are names that I'll get in and out of and I'll try and keep you up to date. It's not all my trading. It's just names that I think you should uh, to keep an eye on. So... Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. You can go to the link tree. Um, I've got an email address right there. You can tip me on Cash App, PayPal, or Venmo. Either one. All the, uh, the the podcast links are right there. But I am back to regularly scheduled, and I will have shit ton of notes tomorrow. So I'll have more to talk about. I think I did pretty well for talking about nothing. But yeah. Okay. See you guys. Tomorrow.